Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. This is Small Town City Girl Podcast, episode number one, and my name is Courtney. I'm super excited to have you guys here with me today. I, I'm actually recording this podcast because I'm supposed to be studying for an exam tomorrow, and I decided that instead of doing that, why not pursue my little goal of having a side hobby of podcasting? Um, we'll see how that plays out for me tomorrow. I'll let you guys know. Um, I'm really feeling burnt out lately, but you know, I have had the cover art for this podcast saved for a while, and I wanted to share my story with you guys. Um, I had made videos for YouTube and I had made videos for Instagram, but I seriously critiqued myself um, and would never share it because I'm looking at the way my mouth moves and I'm looking at what I'm looking at. <laughs> and yeah, so I just, I really didn't put anything out there. But I think that this is the perfect platform for me to share with you guys some of the things in the past year that have been going on. I definitely think that I have motivated some of my friends with my story and, you know, the new people I've met here in Virginia. And so I wanted to share a bit of my success here since moving out of state. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it because I'm already starting to try to tell my story. Okay, so here I am in Virginia. I actually moved about a year and a few months ago. I am from a very rural town in Ohio called New London. You either know it because of Cedar Point, which was 45 minutes away, or you've never heard of it before, even if you're familiar with Ohio. Most people I met here in Virginia, they only know about Ohio because of Columbus Cleveland or Cincinnati, which obviously those are major cities. Um, but it's really hard to explain where I'm from because I'm not where my family lived. It wasn't close to anything. So you had to drive like 30 minutes out to get to a big box department store and 45 minutes out to get to any um, commercial restaurants that still weren't very good. But, you know, you do what you can do and you take what you can take, which is so weird for me now. Living in a place that I'm surrounded by so many amazing local restaurants and restaurants um, on like my little hub of on Granby Street um, where I can just like walk to restaurants and just get amazing food and just have different experiences without having to even get in my car and go. It's such a difference for me. But Basically, I grew up in a town of 2,000 people, maybe a little bit more, maybe less, but I only had ever moved 20 minutes away from where I grew up into a little bit of a bigger town, if you will, um, and I am 27 right now. I feel like I never just got out of where I was living. And I just felt like I didn't fit in or belong. I didn't make a lot of friends because I would have one girlfriend at a time. And, you know, there just wasn't a lot of options when it came to making friends. There was really nothing to do, unfortunately. And so I just would hang out with my coworkers who were all 40 plus, which is not bad at all. But, you know, I had no peers and it was a struggle for me. So probably within the past 
couple of years, I started getting a travel bug and I just wanted to get out of what I was always a part of. Um, and so when I decided to move randomly to a, a section of a state I've never even visited or um, maybe I drove through, but I'd never been to the location that I currently live, it was just very impulsive. And I actually had a live-in boyfriend at that time. I had just got my real estate license. I just started investing in real estate. And so everybody was super shocked when I told them I wanted to move. In fact, I kind of felt like public enemy number one (laughs) Um, at that time. Like, obviously, the guy I was dating was upset with me. My broker was upset with me. My family was upset with me because I was leaving. And I think it was just because it was such a shock. And... Something in me was just like, move, right? I had a friend who was coming down to work at a theme park and she had moved here before. And I remember sitting in my closet one day and I was just like, go with her. Like this little voice in my head was like, go with her. And I'm like, that's crazy. Cause I'd always been so rooted and I'd always like been around my family cause I'm very close to my family. But there was just this ache and desire in me that I couldn't, I couldn't ignore. So I started telling people slowly and just, The idea still sounded crazy, but I knew in my heart I was leaving. And so I stuck around for two months and then ended up getting a job um, before I moved down as an association manager, which is something I never pursued before. I was in property management and had just, like I said, just gotten my real estate license. So I'm like, well, it's in that umbrella of, you know, real estate. Let's just check it out, especially because it paid decent and I had some security and stability moving down here. I fast forward and so I get down here a month before my uh, friend who was moving down here originally and I stayed in an Airbnb for a month. It was expensive but after two weeks he had cut me a deal and I was able to stay for a little bit less. It was super cool not having any responsibilities in that moment. Like here I knew nobody. I was surrounded by beaches. It was July, the middle of July and I could just come and go as I wanted to. I didn't have to answer to anybody. I was learning things in my job, so I really wasn't carrying a lot of responsibilities. I hadn't started college yet because I was actually going back to school in the fall um, for the first time in years. So I was kind of doing everything at once. Um, But for that month, it was like I was on vacation and I loved it. The funny thing about the Airbnb is that this was a huge, beautiful house located about 12 minutes from where I was working and it was a private room in a in this house with a guy and his dog um and I read review and review and review for years because I was like moving out of state you know I was gonna be living with a complete stranger for a month and so I'm like who is this you know is this safe for me and there were so many positive comments and he was a super host too so I was like okay he has that street credit if you will So I decided to go ahead and um, book that one because the location was decent, the price was was decent, and I just felt like, based off of those reviews, I would be pretty safe. When I was driving in, I actually didn't get into the state until after, a little bit after midnight. My drive ended up being 12 hours because I was making pit stops, and then I was was stuck in Washington, D.C. traffic, which if you know anything about that, you will always get stuck in traffic and it's awful. Um, But when I had driven in, it was about 1 p.m., but he had called me when I was halfway there and he's like, oh, there's someone else staying 
in the other room, but don't worry, you have a lock on your door. So at that moment, I'm like, uh, that's a little bit weird, but it's probably fine. <laughs> what am I going to do at this point, right? So I drive in and by the time I get there at 1 a.m., I am like delusional. Like I couldn't even read the house numbers on this man's house. And I finally get in, get upstairs. I crash hard. And when I woke up the next day, it was a Sunday and it was, the skies were bright blue and beautiful. And I'm like, holy crap, here I am in my new life. I know nobody. (laughs) I can literally reinvent myself and I can just be the person I want to be. I knew in that moment that nothing was going to be how it was. I was going to be different. And even though life is never all sunshine and rainbows, I knew that how I operated and what I, um, what I allowed was going to be different. I was going to set boundaries and I was just going to build myself up here. I remember that that day I ended up going to a beach and just thinking, this is amazing. (laughs) Um, I was 11 minutes from a very beautiful river, river walk beach, and it was great. Uh, the Airbnb host was really cool. He told me where to go, where not to go. And he even said, if I needed him, give him a call. He had a very cute miniature poodle and it was super cute. Um, and then the, the guy who stayed in the next room over, he was actually around my age, maybe a couple of years younger. And we ended up becoming really good friends and hanging out. So it honestly worked out amazing. After a month of, you know, learning my new job and, you know, getting familiar with the area, my roommate had come down and we ended up getting our apartment. It was a, it was a, a little bit outdated two-bedroom apartment located um, in a wooded area. And I liked it. It was cool. We had signed a six-month lease. So six months, we lived together. Um, I'm learning my new job. I'm really like falling into my role well. It wasn't always easy, but I loved the professionalism of it. I loved the confidence because I was speaking in front of people and holding board meetings, and I was dealing with all these different professionals. I had commercial properties. I had beautiful residential properties that were about quarter million to half million dollars, maybe more. Um, and it was, it was a good feeling. So I excelled very rapidly at my job. Um, I was very shocked by that because again, I did not have any experience with that whatsoever. Um, and they also were, you know, kind of sending me around everywhere. So I would work up in Richmond, Virginia. I would work down, um, in Suffolk. So I was learning the area that way as well. After six months of living in um, Newport News, I had I had met someone in Norfolk, Virginia, and we were hanging out a lot, and I fell in love with this area. And what's funny is before I moved here, I was like looking up the crime rates in cities around on the peninsula and um, across the tunnel. And I was like, well, I'm never going to go to Norfolk ever because the crime was so bad. But what was funny is I completely judged it because when I moved here, or not moved here, but when I was hanging out here, I found that they have amazing attractions, they have amazing restaurants, and downtown was just beautiful. I was so drawn into it because I'd always had a desire to move into the city. And it was a small city. It wasn't a huge, overwhelming city like New York or Chicago to where I wouldn't get lost and I would still get that same feel. So... After six months of living with my roommate, I ended up coming down here to the city, and that is when my life absolutely changed. I started getting on Bumble BFF, making a group of girlfriends. I um, 
My studio apartment is located right downtown and it's beautiful. I feel so blessed every day when I wake up and I look at my studio because this is exactly what I wanted. Um, and yeah, I, I upgraded my car when I moved here. I had traded in my Equinox for a Camaro, which was super cool. And I just feel like I started to settle into the person that I've always felt like I was, but I was, I could never be in a small town and I loved it. I'm still growing every single day. I mean, it's not about the material things, but you know, when people come over, they're like, the studio looks like you, your car looks like you, your style is you. And I just, I love that. I feel like I could never be that in my rural town. Cause it just, you stuck out like a sore thumb, but here it's like, I can be creative um, I can dress as, not crazy, but I can dress formal, or I can dress down, or I can wear athleisure, I can wear a sports bra with a blazer walking down the street, and nobody cares. I love it. Um, so, I ended up getting a job over here across the tunnel, because if you move to Virginia, you'll know that tunnel traffic is horrible. You will sit two miles backed up daily and just stop, dead stop traffic. And so I moved down across the tunnel and I ended up getting a property manager job, which is actually what I was doing in Ohio and what I would prefer to do. Honestly, talking about HOAs and association management could be its own episode because there were so many things with that job. Um, There were amazing things that came from it to build me up, but then at the same time, there were awful things that just, I I couldn't even, I couldn't even handle um, the entitlement of just, you know, dealing with people who own their homes and the the unrealistic expectations that were set on me as, as a manager. So I ended up getting a job down here in Norfolk and that's going really amazing. I'm currently making three times what I made in Ohio, which is great. Um, the cost of living obviously is higher, but I did not think I would be making as much as I am now, especially without having a degree. I am still working, um, on my degree. Obviously I started classes back in fall. I'm going for a commerce degree and small business management. And I'm loving my classes. They're right up my alley. So it's, I've been taking classes like management, entrepreneurship, marketing. Um, I'm going to take an accounting class eventually, which I'm not totally looking forward to, but think it's going to be okay. And yeah, workplace writing. It's just all these classes are right up my alley. So I've just been loving what I'm doing every day. It's not always been easy, my job has its trials. Um, this is my first supervisor role, and I didn't realize how hard it was to manage people. At least when you're managing property, it stays pretty consistent, and it doesn't talk back. But when you're managing people, you know it has its own trials, but it, you also have a team of people supporting you. So It's so funny because since I've moved here, I have began challenging myself in different ways that I didn't think I would challenge myself in before. I think when I was in Ohio, I was a lot more shy and I wouldn't put myself out there. But when you move and you kind of leave everything you've ever known, you know that nothing really matters. And not in a sense of, like, it's not sad. Knowing that nothing truly matters at the end of the day, that you can walk away from the life you knew and just create something different, depending on your circumstances, it kind of gave me this liberation. I, I know, like, obviously, I didn't fake my death. And I still have, you know, um, 
the same credit history and, and not that it's bad, but you know, I'm saying I, I'm not a completely empty shell, but when I came here, I did get to reinvent myself and my personality and my sense of style and just become more of me. So I also started doing things I never thought I would do. So I own weird things and they're not weird, but to me, it's like funny. Like if you go into my closet, I have a tennis racket. I have a boogie board. I have a mountain bike sitting in my studio apartment right now. And it's funny because I did not realize I would be such an outdoorsy person when I came here. And I think it's because it's just, it's so beautiful for so long. We have such a long summer. We have such a long fall. It's not super cold. And in Ohio, I felt like we only had like three months of summer before it was over. I just think it's so funny that I'm basically outside more than I'm in my own apartment. And even in the winter, it's like I like to go to the beach and see the water rush up against the ice and the snow when it does actually ice and snow because it really doesn't do it much. But it's really interesting to see. And I think that's contributed to my health a lot because since I've moved here, I look different. My skin's different. My hair's grown like a weed. My my uh, face is cleared up. And I just look healthier. I look happier. And I also have more energy to do things like take care of myself. And I, I'm happier. So I want to take care of myself. Not that I don't fall, you know, in those ruts like I have before. Because I definitely still do. Especially because, you know, I... When I'm PMSing, it is like awful. And that honestly could be its own episode in itself. But just since being here, I'm I'm a lot more motivated. And I think it comes with, you know, being bold as well. Now that I know I, I, I genuinely like believe that fortune favors the bold. And every good thing that comes to me, it's because I'm being rewarded for, you know, taking that leap of faith. I'm experiencing things I would have never got to experience if I didn't if I didn't push forward and you know, take chances basically. But a really big factor of why I moved is because in Ohio, I, like I said, I just wasn't happy. I love seeing my family, but there was just, I felt alone and I was always at home. Just, I don't know. I didn't see myself there and I was sad a lot. And it felt like the people I met weren't always good people. Or I shouldn't even say they weren't good people, but they weren't good interactions, I guess. Or it would end with a fallout. So it's not like I had a a circle of people that I could make experiences with. And that might have to do with me too. I feel like I'm a lot more personable now. And I feel like I'm more capable of building really good, genuine, authentic friendships because I'm just happier, I guess. But my life in Ohio was just blah. And I had gotten so, I wasn't even like sad, I guess. I was more apathetic. And if you've ever felt apathy, you know that sometimes it's scary. Like sometimes you just feel numb. I don't like feeling numb. I would rather feel sad or mad than numb, which is, it might sound weird, but when you just don't care, I don't know, it scared me a lot. And it's not like, oh, I was bored, so I was apathetic. It was just, I felt like, I felt hopeless a lot. And I know that vitamin D has a lot to do with, you know, your mood and your energy, and it can and combat, it can combat um, 
depression. But I don't know. Maybe that's what I needed here in Virginia. I'm always getting vitamin D because I'm outside a lot. So me in Ohio just wasn't, it wasn't good. And I felt like I had nothing to lose. So it was really easy for me to pick up and move. I ended up giving away half of, over half of my stuff, um, my whole bedroom set, a lot of kitchen stuff. My friend at the time had just moved to an apartment and she needed stuff. It was her first time moving out. And so I was glad I could rehome a lot of my things to her. And I knew she would take care of them and she would appreciate them. So I literally packed up. I had a crossover, a little SUV crossover in Equinox, like I said earlier. And I packed up everything I owned and I brought it here with me. So when I did get here, I ended up buying new. And, you know, it took some time to, to you know, buy those bigger ticket items like my bed and my ba- and my headboard and the ones I wanted at least. But I still was pretty good at budget shopping for a lot of those things. And then, of course, I had a roommate too for the first six months. So we consolidated a lot of our, our items and I didn't need to buy a whole bunch. But when I moved to Norfolk, I did have to buy a lot of things. It was like It was like starting over twice in a way. But it was cool because then I could kind of match things and make it my own and what I wanted. I've been seeing a lot of videos lately where people will just like throw all their stuff away and become like the van life or like backpackers. And I'm like, I could totally do that. And then I look around and it's like, I love my stuff now. Like I have my whole bookshelf of books and I have really cute clothes in my closet that I love. And I'm like, I don't ever want to get rid of my stuff again. Uh, it's funny how I did that one time and you'd think it would be easy for me to just throw everything out and pick up and move again. Like, I don't think this is my final destination. It's definitely not my final destination, but I, I just, what I've accumulated is so me and I don't think it's necessary to get, to get rid of everything to pick up and move, but it was just the most feasible option for me at that time. I'm hoping with my experience with my work now that when I am ready to move, and I'm, you know, a little bit more built up and have some credentials and everything else that maybe a company will pay for relocation and movers and things like that. That would be awesome. If not, then, you know, I'd have money saved up to pay movers to get me to another state. But it's funny because now that I've moved out of state, I know I'm never going back to Ohio. I only want to go to different areas and just see and experience different things. And I remember going on vacation, you know, with, you know, ex-boyfriends and looking around and I would love, you know, going to Siesta Key and Charleston and um, I'm trying to think where else I went, but just looking around at people who live there and I'm like, they're so lucky. Like, I love it here and they get to just live here. And I didn't have all the funds to travel or the time to travel or the vacation. And I remember thinking, if I want to create new experiences, I might have to just live somewhere I want to experience and then, you know, have a job there, experience it, and then move on. And that's kind of what I'm doing or what I'm planning on doing, at least. Not that I don't love it here, but I just, I get bored easily. And now that I've moved once, it's almost like I have this little wanderlust thing. And I think that I'm experiencing more just because I live here. Like if I came here for a week, I would not meet the people I've met and do the things that I've done and know about those little hole in the wall places or the hidden um the hidden clubs and bars and that's not, you know, all that it's about, but you know, those my favorite local restaurants that I love to go to and 
the rooftops that I get to sit on top of and, you know, study for school and things. I wouldn't experience that if I came here for a week. If I came here for a week, you would do what a lot of tourists do. Maybe find a couple cool local spots and you'd go home. So I feel like I'm really just like squeezing the lemon here and getting that full experience of living in Virginia or, you know, in the peninsula portion slash, uh, you know, by Virginia Beach and things. So I also love that I know so much about the location too. So when I meet someone who's new to the area, I can fill them in on what's where and what each place is like, like uh, Norfolk's the city, Virginia Beach is touristy, or, you know, you have your oceanfront. Chesapeake's more residential, has a lot of shopping. Suffolk is like huge, but there's a lot of country roads and things are a little bit more spread out. You go to the peninsula and Newport News is, uh, I wouldn't say a younger crowd because I feel like I didn't meet a lot of people up there. For being military, it's funny because like you see a lot of military, but there's not a lot of places to hang out. Um, and then Hampton was just known for being really bad, which I really didn't hang out there much, but it's just cool to know these things. And then also like going up to Richmond, having some insight of that traveling to Washington, D.C. for a weekend trip. I've been to D.C. a handful of times now. I absolutely love it. Going down to the Outer Banks, it's only like an hour and a half drive from where I live, I think, if not two. But it's just so cool that I am not only experiencing, you know, this location, but I'm also a hop, skip, and a jump away from other places that I, I had longed to visit and never could. So that's just like the really cool part of being here. Um, Virginia is definitely for lovers. I feel like I've just fallen in love with my life since being here. And yeah, I've met a lot of amazing people that I love and it's just been great. So that is a little bit about my story, but I think what I want to do is, you know, on this podcast, just elaborate on some different aspects of my life and kind of deep dive into my thoughts and my success stories and my not downfalls. That sounds like really bad, but the reality of just like moving here by yourself and, you know, feeling the homesickness or maybe feeling like you fail at stuff or like I said earlier, struggling with PMS. I mean, it's crazy how when I tell other women, like I struggle with PMS, they can open up to me and we can relate in so many ways, but it's so taboo to like talk about. Not that we don't like joke and like speak about our periods, but you know, just like the ugly sides of it. So I just have a lot of ideas for this podcast and I hope that you guys enjoy listening. I hope you guys keep tuning in. And yeah, this is going to be a short one, but it is my pilot episode. So thank you for listening to episode number one. If you have any questions, feel free to Instagram me or email me. My email is CourtneyMeshack at iCloud.com. And my Instagram is CourtneyFaithMiz. It's CourtneyFaithMis. So you can feel free to follow me. And yeah, thank you guys. Hope you have a wonderful week. Bye.